Breaking news from The Athletic. The Lakers are the 2020 NBA champions. It goes down in October. Bill Orem is with me, Lakers beat writer. I'm Anthony Slater, and we are discussing the first October NBA championship in history, uh, and it's LeBron James's fourth, Anthony Davis's first, the Lakers' 17th. As a franchise, what sticks out to you most, uh, Bill? Well, I mean, obviously, the, the, the season in which it happened, right? The, the length of the season, the obstacles the Lakers faced along the way, the fact it happened in a bubble, um, and, and, and like you said, it, that it's in October. And, and kind of the, the, the overriding theme of the season for this Lakers team was um, their togetherness. Uh, we've heard Frank Vogel say many times, and he said it at center court during the, the trophy presentation tonight, that they have a PhD in adversity. And if you go back to the start of this season, I mean, it, we are exactly one year out right now from when the team was in China, unsure whether they were even going to play games over there in the middle of the Daryl Morey uh, controversy. Um, and that sort of set a tone for what this Lakers team was going to need to be able to be to get through the season. Um, you know, really developed a thick skin early and um, and they really hit the ground running early in the regular season. I want to say it was 24 out of 27 of their first games were wins. Uh, they were just a dominant team from the get-go, and they never let their foot off the gas all the way through the bubble. Uh, you know, f- winning their first three series in five games, and uh, and closing out the Heat in kind of spectacular fashion tonight. Yeah, we can't necessarily go person by person and and view um, you know the contributions up and down this franchise, this roster. Um, but there are a lot of big pieces where this is a kind of like legacy shifters, uh, boosters, whatever you want to call it. LeBron James, obviously, like, you know, front of the storylines. This really kind of pushes him right into that Michael Jordan tier. I mean, that will be the conversation in the next few days. Is he now the GOAT? Um, but what do you, like, view this uh, accomplishment-wise for LeBron? I mean, for LeBron, I mean, it, it's... it's it, 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 it checks several boxes for him. It's the whole idea of him you know, winning a championship, leading a third franchise to a championship. But I really think it's this it's the fact that he put a dormant Lakers franchise on his back and in, you know, really in 24 months, turned them into champions again. I mean, if you consider where the Lakers were when he arrived, they hadn't been able to get any star free agents to pick up the phone, basically. He gets here, he joins a really young team that was nowhere near this moment of, of hoisting a trophy again. And in one year from, you know, Magic Johnson's uh, exit, a very dramatic, fiery exit, by the way, where he's calling the GM of the Lakers, Rob Palinka, a backstabber. Um, he he's, has a rift with Jeannie Buss because he doesn't want to break her heart by firing the coach, Luke Walton, so he's quitting. I mean, it all felt so incredibly unsustainable. And I remember writing at the time, LeBron's stuck here for at least another two years. They're not winning. A, I mean, the, the the path felt so, the the mountain felt so high to climb from that moment that Magic walked out of Staples Center, and what they've done in just one season. And I know it's a long season, but to to pull off the trade for Anthony Davis was one thing, but to populate a roster around LeBron, um, and then for LeBron to deliver on the court in the way that was necessary to have this moment. Um, is is incredible. So to me, it's LeBron James not just winning a championship with the Lakers. The Lakers always win, blah, 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 blah. It's that he took this franchise that had become something very close to a laughingstock in the NBA and in almost no time at all, you know, climbed that mountain again. Yeah, and obviously the biggest part of that and was him, you know, somewhat playing GM along with Rob Polinka and pulling off the Anthony Davis trade. I mean, that is the, the massive chip that really, 
you know, when you mentioned the mountain, that got him pretty high up the mountain, getting Davis. And uh, what this does for Davis, though, uh, I think he had played 13 playoff games in his entire Pelicans career before he got to the Lakers. That was a big question mark coming in. Like, are you just the very good NBA forward who can get 25 and 10s all the time in the regular season but won't really ever matter when real NBA playoff basketball matters. And um, yes, it's because he teamed up with LeBron James, but he proved it on the biggest stage. He was arguably the best player in the entire playoffs. Um, And at 27, heading right into the front side of his prime, now as an NBA champ, uh, I think he's vaulted himself into top five category heading into next season. Yeah, I don't think there will be a conversation for the next 10 years about about top five players in the NBA that doesn't include Anthony Davis. Because before, the only thing you could have possibly used against him in that conversation was that he played in New Orleans or that he hadn't won, or even if it was this year that he was number two to LeBron. LeBron will always be number one on any team he plays on because of what he has done in the gravitas and what he can always do in any given moment. But throughout this playoff run, you're right. Anthony Davis, in total, was probably the Lakers' best player. And and that is and that's and, and the fact that that's debatable with the guy who I think after this finals we can all agree is still the best player in the NBA um, is is pretty incredible. So to me, AD has completely um, shot up that the conversation uh, from you know perennial All Star to what else can he do now over the next decade of his career. And for this Lakers team, by the way, LeBron's going to be thirty six. He's not going to be doing this forever. Anthony Davis has, you know, potentially another 10 years at this level in him um, if he ages like LeBron. And I think there's something in that clutch sports water. So we'll assume that he does. Um, The Lakers now, they're not just thinking about the the LeBron James championship window, which is what it was, you know, when he first arrived. To me, I mean, there is an Anthony Davis window that they will be able to, you know, try to capitalize on and build around for the next, you know, perhaps decade. Yeah, there are so many layers to this title that obviously we'll get to on the website, I'm sure, in the next few days. But on you know, the interwebs? Dwight, yes, the interwebs. Uh, Dwight Howard's redemption, you know, Rondo's great mm-hmm. playoffs, all, you know, Rob Palinka, Jeannie Buss, all that. But just last topic here on this uh, podcast, widening the scope, Lakers organization as a whole. You kind of got into it with the LeBron stuff, but just what does it mean to the city, to the franchise to be back on top? You know, listen, if, if, if you're not a Laker fan or you're not affiliated with Los Angeles, you probably roll your eyes a little bit about the, the, the Lakers down years. The fact that they were six years out of the playoffs. and That was so hard on Lakers fans. But they, this is a franchise that has represented success. And it's really a symbol of Los Angeles. And and the the um, the years out of the playoffs, the struggles, they weren't just bad. And I go back to the, the idea of them being a laughingstock, but you had a you had a year that you know Kobe tears his Achilles and they're just spiraling for years after that. Um, you know, lottery pick after lottery pick that you know good players, right? Brandon Ingram has finally become an All Star, but they never hit. They were never like the like oh we got the guy, we got the dude. Um, so it was kind of just year after year, just waiting for something to take hold, some kind of foothold. And um, and then LeBron comes, and it so there is a just an excitement I think about the fact that the Lakers are back to representing what they used to re- represent, but in, in in on a more personal and human level, this is the first championship since Dr. Jerry Buss died, and and you know obviously they win ten championships with him as their owner from 1979 to 2010, uh, passes ownership on to his children. And that has not been easy. Jeannie Buss had to fire her brother in 2017, replaces him with Magic Johnson. You know, this is a family business, but that family, at least from the inside, is the entire city of Los Angeles. So it's been very deeply and personally felt throughout these years. And, you know, in a year that Kobe Bryant dies, 
um, tragically and, and very visibly and publicly, by the way. I mean, I think we can all still see that plume of smoke coming off the hillside in Calabasas um, and, and, and feel the emotions associated with that for um, the city of Los Angeles, for this Lakers franchise to um, see this year culminate with a championship um, you know, when, when Kobe Bryant represented nothing more than winning. Um, to win a championship and to kind of do it in his honor throughout the year, I think is an incredible catharsis for the city and the franchise and its fan base. No doubt. Lakers get their title. A long offseason awaits us, a winter offseason, which includes really kind of an unknown start date to next season. But uh, when it arrives, seems like the Lakers will probably be the Western Conference favorites going into it. They're going to get Davis back, you know, almost assuredly. Uh, and, you know, LeBron will still be viewed as LeBron, uh, king of the mountain. Um, and I assume they're going to kind of build well around him. So this is the, you know, this is the Lakers getting that one title they wanted with LeBron. But, you know, the window remains open. 